Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite podcast, Get a Bucket. I'm your host, Trey. Thank you. I always appreciate the love for always do. Hope you all have a wonderful time. I know I am. I'm enjoying these wonderful sporting events we've had thus far. I've been playing a little bit of 2K. I've been shadow hooping my ass off. Like, I'm about 32 games into the NBA season of me shadow hooping. I've lost about eight games, but hey, we looking good. (laughs) Like, I'm being so serious, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not trying to be bored out here. Like, I'm just trying to keep active. I've been working out, um, eating healthy. I typically do. I have my off days. Uh, just, Just doing what I can, you know, just trying to make sure I stay sane during this whole quarantine time frame. So, I hope you all are having a good time doing the same thing. Hope you all are being safe, not going out too much, not staying in a lot of groups. And again, just making the best of the situation. So with all that being said, we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna go ahead and get right on into the ship. Alright, quarter one. We're gonna talk about KG and his beef with the Timberwolves. He don't want he don't really care if his uh jersey can hang up in the Raptors, ladies and gentlemen, as they the, uh, the, the Timberwolves are trying to retire. Kevin Garnett's jersey, that's where he was drafted. That's where Kevin Garnett won his MVP award in 2003-2004, where they went to the Western Conference Finals. Um, like, they, they brought him back from the Celtics. No, no, I'm sorry. From the uh, Nets, you know, like, they were trying to bring him in. Like, it, you if you just look at the story and you don't know too much of the context, you can understand why... It looks a little weird. Like, why does he not want his jersey to get hung up in the Raptors? Well, KG is a very emotional person. He wears his heart on his sleeve, and uh, it's it, it's really a multitude. It's really two main reasons. Two main reasons why KG doesn't really care for the the Wolves anymore. Um, point blank and simple, ladies and gentlemen, the Wolves did him a disservice. They didn't give him anybody to help out at all. Like. Until the 2003-2004 time. I mean, Wally Zerbiak, he was a decent player. I think an all-star at one point. But that was their second option. Like, that's not that's not good enough. That's not going to beat the Lakers with Kobe Bryant and Shaq. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And D. Fish and Robin Ory and Rick Fox and all them boys with Phil Jackson coaching. Like, we're not going to do that, okay? And KG didn't really like that. KG wasn't rocking with the owner, um, Glenn Taylor. And he's still the owner today. And... The coach at the time was Flip Saunders. Flip Saunders, he loved, uh, KG loved, he looked at him as like a father figure. And Flip eventually got fired. Um, Flip was also, like, uh, Flip also died in about 2015. Um, and he was, that's when they brought back Kevin Garnett. And Kevin Garnett thought he was going to have a bigger role in the front office. And as soon as Flip died, well, Glenn was like, we're going to go ahead and retract everything we're going to say. Like we just said about this. Like, we're going to renege on your offer. Um, it kind of went with Flip Saunders. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. So, ever since then, KG thought that he was a snake. So, again, that moment where he kind of reneged on his front office deal um, after Flip Saunders passed, along with not pairing Kevin Garnett with ample players, those are the reasons why Kevin Garnett doesn't want him to, doesn't really care if he hangs his jersey up in the Raptors to, in the Raptors to retire. I get it. You don't want to deal with ter- I, like snake-like people, and KG's not one to hold any cut cards. So I understand from KG's point and a player's perspective why he's feeling that way. 
Um, you still gotta get your jersey hung up though. I mean, it, it it's really a test to you. So like like screw the owner. You know what I'm saying? Like this that's not for him. It's for you personally. So again, I think he should get it done. I understand why he doesn't care, but it's not for him. It, it's it's for you. Quarter two. Now, I think the NBA is the best league of the sporting world. The reason why I say that, we are top-notch in sporting events thus far. And mind you, we can't have sports. So why do I say that? Well, the NBA host has hosted a 2K tournament, which, you know, shout-out to D-Book, Devin Booker off the Suns. He played against his teammate, DeAndre Ayton, and uh, ended up winning. Now... I kind of hope D-Book listens to this and, you know, we can get a little saucy on the uh, Xbox controller on our console and, and see who wins a, a nice little series between myself and you. I think you might catch a couple L's. But anyways, we have that. We also got a horse comp competition that is going on currently. And it's between Trey Young and Chauncey Billups. That was, and, and these are, they're broken up in, uh, in eight, by, by groups of eight, right? Uh, groups of uh, two. And it's four groups total, right? So it's Trey Young versus Chauncey Billups, Tamika Catchings versus Mike Conley, Zach Levine versus Paul Pierce, and Chris Paul versus Allie Quickly. Now, Trey Young already lost to Mr. Big Shot, Chauncey Billups. Smooth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was a good game. Got a little, got a little cocky there, Trey, but it is what it is. Uh, Tamika Catchings, yeah, you took a nice little L. Like, Mike Conley, you need to be showing that in the regular season. Uh, in terms of how well you shot. I'm just saying. I'm just keeping the buck with you. Zach Levine, he dominated Paul Pierce. Uh, he, utilized his, uh, he, he utilized his athleticism. Um, he didn't, There's no dunking in this contest. But, you know, he did acrobatic layups and whatnot. So, it is what it is. We, we kind of saw that coming. And then, Chris Paul losing to Allie Quickly. Allie Quickly shot really well. It was a, uh, it came down to the wire. You know, like, the, like it, it was a good all-around tournament. There wasn't much trash talking. It was kind of light banter um these were good things we get to see on top of that we have also the ig lives like steph curry lebron james trey young luka Doncic, like damian lillard we've seen so many key players have ig accounts like have ig live stories so now the nba fans are feel like they, they can actually still touch the nba players so now like you know what I'm saying? it's kind of like you're doing a service to the community so again I think the NBA is the best league just because, one, the entertainment aspect is a lot better, I think. The like, only thing that can rival it is football. And then on top of that, our stars outside of it aren't suffering. Like, we're still, they're still reaching out to the fans. So, again, those are the reasons why I just think, and that's, and we, I can go on a lot longer than that. I'm just saying that's one of the reasons why I feel as though the NBA is the best sporting league. Alright, so this one, I quarter three, bro, I just wanted to say, man, this one's personal to the heart. It hit close to the chest, boy, like, 2K has been hoaxing. Like, it has been ho 2K20, hoaxing. Like, I was playing against uh, one of my homeboys, and I was trying to use the Pistons from 2003-2004 series, or a year, and uh, that was a saucy team. Like, that, that was the year after they draft um Darko Milicic they had just won the, the chip you know what I'm saying like they drafted him with the number two pick when they should have got Carmelo Anthony or Chris Bosch or D Wade but I'm trying to play against them I'm trying to play with them right I select the lineup the lineup should have been Chauncey Billups 
Richard Hamilton, a.k.a. Rip Hamilton, Tayshawn Prince, Rasheed Wallace, and Ben Wallace. I don't know why in the hell Darko Milicic was not only starting, but Rasheed Wallace won't end the damn lineup. Like, not at all. Huh? I don't understand. How are we going to sit up there and give a classic roster and miss the main person on the team? Like, like, like... He's at, what, your fifth best player on your squad? And you're putting Darko Milicic up there, buddy? Like, come on now, dude. If we actually look at their stats, like, there's no comparison. During that year, Rasheed Wallace, in 673 minutes that he played, averaged 13.7 points, 7 rebounds, 1.8 assists. Now, Darko Milicic... In the 159 minutes he played, he averaged 1.4 points, 1.3 rebounds, and 0.2 assists. This man was ass, pure boo-boo. And we're going to have him on the on 2K? Are we serious right now? Ronnie, this is directly towards you, sir. I like the game. I do. I like, I, I like the interactive features you have. I like the online play. I like the my team. I like the my player. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like the, I, I, it, It's a good game. But if you're, if you're going to have all of these teams up here, make sure you do your due diligence and have all of the players that we need. I don't need to see J. Smith and R. Smith and K. Smith with, and this, this white-headed bald men that all look the same. Like, I don't need to see that up there anymore. Fix it, please. Other than that, and a couple of other lags that, you know, you always have in the 2K, the game's been solid. But again, stop hoaxing us with this BS, please. Alright, quarter four. We're gonna talk about Gobert and Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I think they're still beefing on the low. Uh Rudy Gobert has come out to basically say, hey, you know, like their relationship's not perfect, but they're still trying to be they're still a championship team. I'm gonna read between the lines a little bit on that one. I feel like it's BS, because you know you gotta come out and say something. They do have a championship team. So I think if they win the championship, it might fix the problem. Like, And for those of y'all who aren't aware, which I'd be surprised if you aren't, but Rudy Gobert was joking about, like he jokingly touched a whole bunch of microphones around the news uh, when, he was, when he was being interviewed. And then uh, he apparently had the coronavirus. Or he, was, uh, he, was, uh, he tested positive for the coronavirus. And then shortly afterwards, it was it was reported that he was joking around about Donovan with Donovan Mitchell stuff, and then Donovan Mitchell apparently test, like, tested positive for uh, coronavirus. Not apparently. I have a question though. Like, how do we know that Donovan Mitchell never like wasn't the one that gave it to Rudy Gobert? Like, we don't know exactly who had, it. Just it was reported that Rudy Gobert had it first. Like, he he tested first. We don't know who had it first. We don't know much about the virus still. We know like it's, it, we're learning more and more about it. But there's no guarantee that Rudy Gobert, in fact, infected Donovan Mitchell. So I understand that he's joking, but I don't need. I don't think this needs to be a beef scenario. Like these two players need to sit up there. They're the best players on their team, offensively and defensively. Well, at least Rudy Gobert is defensively and Donovan Mitchell is offensively. So they need to get on par. Not to mention Donovan Mitchell's what, 23, Rudy Gobert's 26. So you can actually line up their primes kind of similarly. I'm just saying, I don't think you need to get rid of Rudy Gobert. And when you look at the amount of trades that you can get, 
I think a lot of players, I think a lot of teams would love to get Rudy Gobert. Um, I know you could try to get the top or the pick of the Warriors pick this year, along with Eric Pascal, because he was friends with Donovan Mitchell back. Uh, he grew, I, I think they grew up um, across the street from one another. You could also have Miles Turner. Miles Turner's a nice stretch five, um, and he, that's something that the Jazz have not had, and he could also anchor your defense. Now, he's not better than Gobert defensively, but he's still serviceable. So, and that also spaces out the floor for Donovan Mitchell to optimize his talents because he needs, he likes to drive. Rudy Gobert clogs up that paint. So, I'm just saying, you can do that. And then, in addition to that, I got, or you could try to flip it and then somehow get Gordon Hayward to pair up with Donovan Mitchell. I think that would be great. And that's actually what they've been missing is a quality playmaking wing. I, I love Ingles, but I don't think he's it for them. Like, great player, but I need something more. So, again, these two don't need to be. The options that I just listed out, I can list out more, but I don't I don't see any. I, they would have to trade Mike Conley and somebody else, not Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. You have a solid duo right there. Don't break it up. As Melanie said on, like, what, episode 69, I think, when we were talking about the coronavirus and if they should have beef, this is the job. So if he's your best chance of winning, you keep his ass aboard. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time I have for you all. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. I really, truly do appreciate it. Hope you all had a wonderful Easter, by the way. Forgot to plug that in there at the beginning. Happy Easter. Um, Again, thank you all for listening to the podcast. Please continue to subscribe. Tell anybody who's anybody. And follow the IG page at getabucket underscore pod. All right, see you all.